Bo Morgan, before we get started, I gotta let a big out. Woo! Let's go! Oh, oh, oh! Two wins in a row for the Atlanta Falcons, and the first time under Arthur Smith, the Falcons have won back-to-back football games. Bo Morgan, I am feeling myself. I'm feeling the Atlanta Falcons right now. Woo! What a win for the Atlanta Falcons as they defeat Cleveland Browns 23-20. to And, Bo, the defense again comes up big. Grady Jarrett with a sack and then followed right after, or uh, interception, I should say, follows right after. And this time, it was D. Alford. He's really a great NFL story. But most importantly, Falcons get it done, Bo Morgan. How you feeling? Yeah, I mean, wow, we're at two and two, a rough start. You know, we go zero and two to start, and we go out in Seattle, we get a win over a team that you know you should beat, and then right. you get a Cleveland team. And I heard, I've even, I've already heard, oh, well, they're banged up. Yeah, well, our best player barely played today. I mean, exactly. I say barely. He maybe played what he touched the ball. I think CP maybe had. Um, Nine nine carries or something like that. I mean, did he played it all in the second half. I don't yeah, know he played. The yeah, half. he played. He played. Oh, he did. He, okay. he carried the ball nine times, so he was probably in for about fifteen to twenty snaps at the most. Okay. I mean, so I don't really care. I, I don't care no. if 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 Miles Garrett put in, you know, uh, had a, uh, wasn't playing or or you didn't have uh, Jadavian Clowney. Right. I mean, you won without Jadavian Clowney last week. So what's it matter? I, I don't care. It's another win, and once again, you know, their offense wasn't banged up. No. Nope. Okay? I mean, Nick Chubb didn't look roughed up when he was carrying guys 10 yards down the field. Not and, at all. And you and that defensive line is still pretty good up front. They're still not yeah. a bad defensive line. Now, Miles Garrett affects the pass rush, but they still were able to get after mm-hmm. Marcus Mariota at times. And Jadavion Clowney does affect the running, and he's very good against the run. They don't really care. I don't because we had guys, we had to pull up Caleb Huntley, and look what he did. He went off. I mean, you know, he, he played well. So it's a great win. You're two and two. If things work out tonight for you, you could be tied for first place in the division with the with, with the Bucks if the Chiefs could help you out. So it's a great win. And you touched on it that you know, Grady stepped up again, just like last week. Not much nope. of a pass rush, and then all of a sudden, boom. You need it. Grady Jarrett, once again, he steps up. Um, D. Offord makes a play. So, you know, I don't want to hear anything like that. Now, that being said, this defense, I touched on leading into Seattle week. Mm -hmm. I said the red area is killing the Atlanta Falcons. They were allowing going into that game. I've got it right here. 80 Seven, seven of nine possessions mm. in the red zone uh, for opposing offenses ended in uh, touchdowns. That's eighty-seven and a half percent. So that eighty-eight, basically eighty-eight percent of the time, it, when a team walked in the red area, your defense was giving up a touchdown. Right. Since, since then, mm-hmm. it's three for eight. Three times they've given up touchdowns in. And eight possessions in the red area at 37.5%. That is a tremendous, tremendous. And lo and behold, when you go from seven of nine, you go and you 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 go from seven of nine to three of eight. And guess what? 
the the two football games is seven and nine, you lose. The two football games that are three and eight, you win. So it, it makes a difference, like you said, and that's why you were, yeah, that's why you've been harping on it so much because it makes that big of a difference. Allowing teams to score touchdowns on you in the red zone versus you know, bending but not breaking completely and only giving up field goals, it makes a huge difference. And we saw that pay dividends not only last week, but this week as well. So it it, it when we when you talk about it and we talk about it that much, that's the reason why. It's the difference between losing two football games and winning two football games. I mean, that's it. So the red area was huge. The the defense, like they they perked up and they they made plays when they needed to. And, and look, it was look, big. Let's not let's point out something too. Um, mm-hmm. They uh, they 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 they've done a good job mm-hmm. this year in creating turnovers. Yes. Um, and I believe that the, I th- I think going into this game they created two today, or, or they, they had two obviously with the one at the end. But I think right. coming into the day, um, the defense. Had uh had I believe gotten like uh, forced five. They've now forced seven turnovers, which is pretty good. Yes. And 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 one thing that we've always kind of talked about and harked on is you got to score seven mm-hmm. after you create a turnover. And and too often, uh, and we've seen whether we don't do that. Right. So they the Michael Walker, uh, no, excuse me, it was Jalen Hawkins. Pops the ball out, and I believe Rashawn yeah. Evans, if I'm not mistaken, hops on it. I don't know how I don't know that because I'm literally <laughs> seeing it with binoculars, but I know that that's what happened. Yeah. Jalen Hawkins, boom, uh, Rashawn Evans recovers, and Evans yep. is a ball hawk for recovering. He's played well. Immediately, the offense turned it into seven points, which is huge. It's huge mm-hmm. because, by the way, you would just kick the field goal after you turned them over on downs, right? Open the game. So essentially, if you want to count that turnover on downs as a turnover, which is not not considered as a turnover, turnover, but you right. did, boom, ten points right off the bat. That's mm-hmm. big. That's the offense going with what happened. But there's other things to talk about the offense. We're just obviously hit the defense first. Yeah, no, I mean the defense. The defense came up big time and time again. You touched on it when we got the turnover on downs to start. That was that was huge. That really honestly set the tone of this ball game. That the defense was going to grind it out, make plays when they have to, and it wasn't always going to be pretty. But guess what? When you need them the most, they show up. Then obviously you touched on it. Jalen Hawkins forcing the ball out. Rashawn Evans cover it. We really we really almost got another one in, in the red zone. But you know they they it's a judgment call. I get it. I heard Dave Archer talking about it. It's more of a judgment call. So. I understand that at the end zone, you know, it's stop and score prior. Okay, I get all that. Well, hold on. And, let's talk about let's talk about that real quick. Okay, Can yeah, we? let's get into it. That is a horrendous call. <laughs> that is brutal. Because let me tell you something. I watched this game. I watched Nick Chubb drag yeah. Body Ogan Daisy <laughs> drag him, drag him for like seven yards. Yeah. Okay. You want to know what? You, you want to talk about Nick Chubb is 5'11", 227. Yeah. He might be the, the strongest man in the NFL. Might be. He might be. Adi Ogandeji is 6'4", 270. <laughs> so, don't tell me the guy's uh, forward progress is stopped. When I he's t- out here dragging DNs. <laughs> I talked to someone. 
uh, I got to say this without getting me and that person in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who has dealt with a that has an official point of view. Let's put it that way. Right. They said, just go back and look. Mm-hmm. Go back and look at the refs that play. So I did. Mm-hmm. Their eyes were never up. Their eyes were down the whole time. They never saw him reach the ball out. They were looking down the line from waist down. Horrendous call. Because if he... If he reaches over that goal line by just that much and yeah. they review that, it's a touchdown. Exactly. Because, because what, you know, because it, let's say he doesn't fumble, right? Mm-hmm. And then they blow it down and they go back at any point before the whistle blew, it's a touchdown. Yep. No whistles blew that I heard. So that's just, I mean, that's so infuriating. It is. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, too. That's the type of play where it, it I feel like it takes the wins out of your sails uh, if you're the defense, too, because you think you got this huge turnover, you're jacked up, you're hyped up, and then it's like, no, 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 we, we blew the play dead. He, we, we stopped his forward progress. And then it's on the goal line, too, so they're deflated, and then that's the type of play where they, they score on the very next play. So, you know, we were fortunate that – because I don't think they – they didn't score on that drive, right? Did they? Or was that the Jacoby Brissett four-yard touchdown run? Was that that drive? No, that was uh, that was no, that was before this. Um, that was the first touchdown uh, that made it ten seven. This was at the okay. end of the half, end of the first okay. half. The very next play, um, Jacoby Brissett rolls out and um, give it. Uh, Richie Grant breaks actually breaks the play up. They call oh, okay. a penalty, yeah. and so they pushed him back. So that right. holding penalty really. Um, Really, really kind of moved it backwards. And then they ended up kicking a field goal. And that, I think, with about five to six seconds left. So, Yeah, so luckily in that case, it didn't deflate the defense too much. And they were able to, you know, bounce back, had a good next play mentality, and hold them to a field goal. But in that case, it can be deflating. And, you know, again, it could be one of those type of deals where you think you get a turnover in the next play, boom, they score. And then that's really, really deflating. All your momentum is dead. So that's a huge missed call by the referee. So I'm glad you yelled at him because I wanted to, but I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have the courage to do it, but you did. So I, well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I, I, again, I've, I've met some people. I don't want to give the, the title away. It's no, not no, anyone no. with affiliated with the Falcons organization. No. Right. Um, but I, I just said, Hey, what are we doing? What are you guys, what, what, what are the guys doing? And what do they just say? At? Just go back and look, you know, there. And I think maybe that's someone how they're taught, but I mean, I it just it's such a huge play. Right. Um, and, and honestly, I can say this because I'm not a team. I'm not paid by the team. Craig Rolstad's officiating crew has been normally – I've always thought they were decent. Bad day, mm. man. They missed a lot of calls. Yep. Um, to me, that happened. They missed calls because there was some there's some pass interference. You think you called us. Marcus Mariota gets just hammered out of bounds by yeah, Denzel, Denzel Ward. Ward. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So, it, th- there's some frustration there for me. Right. But, nonetheless – the Falcons persevered through all of that, and we still got the win, 23-20 to 20 over the Cleveland Browns to get to 2-2. Two two. So, we, we got a couple of shaky things to talk about, but I want to be mainly positive. We'll get to that stuff on, on the very end, and we'll we'll talk about it, but we, we aren't going to get too, too deep into it. We, we got all week to talk about some, you know, not-so-great stuff. But let's talk about the good stuff right now, because we're all feeling good. We're hyped up and amped up after a win. 